Didi, butter or olive oil? <laughs> no, I'm Siri. <laughs> butter or olive oil? It's a tough question. Yeah? I'm going to need a little time to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast, Browsing Pod. Um, this is the fourth episode of Harry Opinions. And for those of you who don't know, what we do in our Harry Opinions episodes is that we spin the wheel of fortune and we see what topic it lands on. And today it's landed on a very wholesome topic. Yeah, it landed on people who inspire us, mm-hmm. which um, I think is a really nice topic. Much nicer than some of the other ones we got lined up because <laughs> they can, some of them can really be a little depressing. Yeah, some, <laughs> are, some are a little dark, so it's good to it's good to get another light one going. Mm-hmm. But um, I loved it. I was very happy when this one came up. So was I, actually. To be honest, because... It's nice to talk about, you know, people who mean something to you in that way. Yeah. But first of all, I wanted to ask you, before I ask you who inspires you, I wanted to know, like, how do you understand that kind of question? Like, who inspires you? What do you what do you understand of, from the word inspire? I think it varies. Um, when, I, when I first think of that question, who inspires you, I think of someone who has shocked me in an extremely positive way with their behavior, who has made me want to have a certain attribute that they have. Um, people that I I aspire to be or that I look up to have changed over the years. I've had many. Usually when I think of the question, I think of my parents immediately. Um, but obviously I think it's good to use this podcast as an opportunity to branch out. We spoke about parents and our family in the previous episode. Um, so big shout out to my in family. In the previous love, episode or in episode two? It was episode two we okay. did. Okay, um, so in episode two... For those of you who are close to your families, uh, episode two is one for you. Yeah. Absolutely. So people who inspire you, you see it as not necessarily you want to emulate their behavior, but they kind of make you want to be a better person. They they make me reflect on the way that I have and would react to certain situations. And they without using the word inspire, they make me want to be a better person. So their actions have really reflected upon me how good of a person they are. Obviously, good and bad, we can get into the whole philosophical debate. Let's in the not. sense that it's an, <laughs> it's, a, it's an attractive quality that they have, or maybe qualities, um, and it makes me reflect on, on the, that same quality that I have and to what degree I have it, and it makes me just want to be a better person. So people that have really moved me in that sense, I would say, are the people that inspire me. Um, but yeah, what 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 does it make you think? Like when you when I ask you that question, pretty much the same as everything you just said, mm-hmm. which never happens that <laughs> we ha- whether we have the exact same kind of take. No, yeah, I think um, I think of th- I mean it's very similar to you. The first person I thought of was my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yes, my dad, everyone <laughs> else too. God bless you all. But you know what I mean. Like first person, honestly, was my mom, and then. The um, two other people that I thought of immediately were Tina Fey mm-hmm. and Kobe Bryant, which I think says a lot about my personality and like my interests. You know, a female comedian being Tina Fey, and you know, a massive not only basketball like legend, but just He's overall general, overall sports hero of quite a lot of people. Kobe Bryant. Um, so yeah, I thought of them because I think I see the wor- you know what it means to be inspired by someone as very mis- very similar to what you said just really seeing someone have this kind of drive and, and fighter mentality especially and going wow that's very attractive I, I i i'm inspired by you but also because they're both kind of strange and i like that a lot yeah in what ways in what ways would they differ 
in terms of the things that the attributes that they have that inspire you so what is it about kobe that inspires you and what is it about tina fey are there specific things about them that inspire you that would be different from the other tina fey inspires me in the sense that like she's a female comedian and she's been at it for a very long time she was super involved with um, improv before she even got to snl she was second city in chicago which is like this amazing improv troupe where a lot of like they really do feed the an- the future and mm-hmm. snl stars um she was a blessing for us yeah she was amazing she was the head writer for ages so she inspires me because she's super gutsy and she's extremely witty and i also read her bibliography like not bibliography her autobiography um uh, bossy pants when i was like nine or ten and it totally struck me like i i identified with a lot of things that she was saying um in terms of like growing up uh she was always like a little bit not weird but you know very much like her own person and i was like that's cool like i i feel similar in a way but obviously she's a legend and i am but a mere humble mortal um only the future will tell (laughs) no i believe it's (laughs) only time will only time will tell (laughs) um whilst kobe is just an overall legend and someone that really made me dream when i was younger like my uncle um would show me nba games and i was always completely mind blown just by not only his athleticism because that's not the main thing about kobe bryant like the main thing with him is just his really like killer mentality and never taking no for an answer and mama mentality as yeah. they say when it comes to kobe he's just it's wonderful the way that he sees the world genuinely the, and the, and the everyone's his enemy though in yeah. a way <laughs> but he wants he always wants the best for himself and like his team or his family like he's super uh he's super driven and that to me is very very attractive his self-control or i don't want to use the the word self-control but virtue in Mm -hmm. essence is just incredible there are a few people in this world that really have it like that one person that i would know would be like kenny goggins i don't know if you know him he was a, a navy seal he like challenges himself every day basically but in that sense i think that's really particular to kobe Mm-hmm. I think it's great. Yeah, and I think that's why bec- it's become such a, it's become such like a saying to have that mama mentality. And he now has this whole sports academy um, and stuff where they really focus so much um, on the on the mental aspect of like uh, professional sports um, and collegiate sports and stuff. Which obviously we have so much more emphasis now, anyway, in general on mental health and stuff. But um, they really drill it in that if you want to be the best, if you want to be a true killer on, on the court, so to speak, you're only going to achieve that um, by really adopting a certain mentality and a certain self-respect and really being goal-driven. So that is why Kobe Bryant inspires the heck out of me and millions of other people. What would you do if you met him? Oh, my God. Cry, maybe. <laughs> First, I would probably need, like, a stool because <laughs> he's so tall. Um, I don't think I would cry, but I would be overwhelmed, definitely. Because yeah. I, I, I've really been looking up to this guy since I'm, I don't know, like a nine-year-old or something. So, I mean, yeah, I think I would be a loss for words, but he's also someone that I would want to pick his brains. Plus, he's even won an Oscar. Cause he you writes won a what? Yeah, so Dude. he wrote a poem mm-hmm. called Dear Basketball. Yeah. And he ended up having that um, get animated and they gave it a beautiful soundtrack and it won best short animation or something. Dude, that's crazy. Which is beautiful as well. Yeah. More than an athlete. Yeah. That's a LeBron James saying, but we'll, we'll take <laughs> it for today. Um, so you chose who? Uh, I Someone who inspires me. I think I could put them in two categories. Someone who has like recently inspired me. Which um, would be? 
Theresa May. Very, very interesting opinion. It is an interesting choice. I don't know if many people would put Theresa May. I, I want to separate like her political side and her policies um, and what she had to endure uh, in the whole Brexit uh, ordeal. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't because of who she is as a, as a politician, but who she is as a fighter for her country. And that woman literally endured the most criticism, like the most amount of hate that I could have seen in that it period. It was terrible. It was horrible. It was really horrible. It was mean. And she, what I, what most inspires me about her is that she stuck it out to the end. It was like a like a fight or die mentality, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and the best part was that it was for her country, genuinely. And she's mm-hmm. a wonderful... She's known for not being super controversial flashy. or flashy. She's quite... She got, comes from humble beginnings. Um, so I think that she... Her behavior and the way that she reacted to having pretty much everyone in the country hate her at a certain point um, and having to negotiate between two people that did not want or two parties that didn't want to negotiate in the sense the EU and then having having the Labour Party and the government as well and parliament so just and not to and not to forget like um, the people within her own party who were 100% you know yeah. basically sabotaging her yeah and in a way I also do want to mention the fact that she received a lot of hate from people who would usually protect women politicians from hate because they are women they would say you know how dare which i think is right by the way i mean i think in general we shouldn't we should be we shouldn't be talking you know badly about these people because they're still human beings but i think it's important that women female politicians are even more so um protected in a way if Mm -hmm. we think about like what happened with joe cox and stuff but also just in general the vitriol against female politicians is just Always that tad, just uglier, you know, making fun of appearance and stuff. There was the meme of her dancing. They would say she was ugly, you know, these kinds of like also ad hominem attacks for no reason. um, I think is just, I was so proud, even though I'm not English, I was proud to see her as a woman, (laughs) maybe a British, okay. I was proud to see her, me being a woman and seeing her as a woman um, with the endurance that she had in the whole ordeal and, and her persistence and her perseverance. So that is the thing that most jumped out at me um she's a resilient lady she is an incredibly resilient lady Mm -hmm. and i literally i take my hat off even Mm -hmm. though i'm not wearing one (laughs) i take my if you had a little 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 cowboy hat you you'd tip it i would prefer a top hat actually it's (laughs) british it's more british (laughs) the cowboy hat might be a bit you know what um i definitely see why you would choose her because also with you being interested in politics and stuff Mm -hmm. definitely having someone who's not necessarily a role model but someone who you can see how she handled and navigated very difficult situations she was uncharted waters by the way extremely uncharted percent, and it was a total lose-lose situations there is nothing (laughs) this woman could have done which would have made anyone happy yeah um which is really sad but you know we don't have to get too political and stuff. No. Did you choose someone else? I did choose something okay. someone else. Just before, though, I did want to say that last little thing about Theresa May, when she gave her closing speech, I don't know what you call it, the, the closing, yeah. her leaving speech, basically, and she teared up, and you could literally feel that she had almost sold her kidneys on the black market for her country. You could Genuinely. see it, too, because like, if you do a comparison of... Um, I know that we had just said to not talk about appearance, but I'm I'm meaning this in like the most respectful way in her defense, so to yeah. speak. If you see, uh, you know, kind of what she looked like before she took on the role, and then right after, I mean, that when I when I saw those pictures, it did upset me because yeah. I was like, you know, this is still a person. She looked so much more exhausted, yeah. 
um, and just like if she had really taken like like a, a toll on yeah. her on her on her body. So shout out Theresa May. I don't agree with a lot of the things that you say. Yeah. I agree with some, but you know, shout yeah. out to her because this she's is an inspiring. Of of afuera, I'm saying Spanish, like out of the political side of the, yeah. the things that she did, just just as a human being, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but someone else who inspires me, and this would be less so in like uh, a a specific characteristic sense, and more so just long term, an idol, someone who I think is really cool and who I would love to be. He actually has my dream job, and he's Louis Theroux. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love him. I really love him. He the things that he does the way that he interviews people in the in this in a way of um asking questions in an extremely non-aggressive manner and a non-intrusive manner but taking from that mm-hmm. the important answers from from the controversial people that he that he interviews i think is just magnificent mm-hmm. i haven't seen people do it in that sense yeah. nowadays it's always quite aggressive it like really when you is. see interviews like he he comes across as as a, as someone who i mean of course he definitely has his own views and stuff but when he interviews people and stuff, he comes across as a, uh, he doesn't have a specific agenda. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just there to really unpick the situation. And that's what it should be. And I also I also think it's, it's really effective because when you show that you're non-aggressive, so the opposite would be like, I don't know, American television when they put five <laughs> panelists on and that they're literally like tearing their hair out going, or no, like but you, but you, how dare you, whatever. Like, like the Andrew Marr show. Oh um, my God, yeah. He's a, he's, I mean, he's a fantastic journalist. Oh, really I, I definitely don't need to be the one saying that, but mm-hmm. he sometimes is going in yeah. so intensely that it's like the politician or whoever is being interviewed can't get a word out. Yeah. And I don't think that's good for anyone, especially these days when we just want, you know, an answer. I like think there's a fine line between finding out the truth and being aggressive. But I think that that is much more important, especially when you're dealing like running up um, for an election, right? Or these people really need to be scrutinized in the public eye. I think it's important, but it's hard to Definitely. equally uh, equally interrogate all people from, from every party, if that makes sense. So to get that kind of unbiased approach is a little bit harder. But I think for when you're doing like a case study or an in-depth look into something, or you're just investigating in general, you find that people tell you so much more when you speak less, Mm -hmm, right? They want to speak in general. And so when you don't put out the kind of ideas and opinions that you, that you want in the form of the question, right? So you put no like, um, uh, preconceived view that can kind of seeps through either your tone or the content of your or of your question, then you actually get these people, and sometimes these horrible people, like people from the West ba- Westboro Baptist Church, for example. Oh my God! Genuinely horrible people, but you see, kind of the inner workings of their ideology, the way that they see everything, the way that they that they approach the world and their families that you wouldn't get from, for example, when you compare it to the Russell Brand interview with the Westboro Baptist Church. Uh, representatives where it was literally it was a shit show i'm not i'm super familiar with the louis theroux uh one and yeah if you haven't seen it, it's quite old but i would really recommend watching it because mm-hmm. they're weird and it's quite fascinating um but uh I mean, i'm not familiar at all with the russell brown one but just in general what we're I think we're missing a bit today and you kind of alluded it before like in the u.s with these things of everyone screaming at each other what we don't always have today is like genuinely just going and doing like an in-depth experience so that the viewers can really, you don't have to understand in the sense that you agree, 
but it's so much it's so much more fascinating really hearing from these people themselves mm-hmm. why it is that they choose to do all the messed up stuff that they do yeah um, it's so much more interesting than you know just like a fight or something and i think not only is it interesting but it's also extremely important and effective to find out why it is they think what they think in order to make sure that these behaviors or ideas can be deterred from in the future because if you don't understand a problem for example i don't want to you know, classify certain people as a problem, but some people objectively think the Westboro Baptist Church is, is a very aggressive community, and I really dislike, I really dislike them. I yeah, I mean, they're, they're extremely horrible. intolerant. Exactly, they're um, really like a... Do they even still exist? They do, in the they U.S. Really in the U.S. Still <laughs> it's always in the U.S. Yeah, there's people in it. Um, no, that, that was a joke. No one gets too offended. Um, <laughs> we do have viewers in the U.S., so we, we are... We do, um, well, view listeners. A, yeah, a listener in the U.S. But, um... But no, I think that it's, imp- it's important, basically, that point was to let them really express the way that they feel in order to better understand them because intolerance always grows for more intolerance and you're not going to solve any problems in a society or even at an individual level if you don't listen. That's why listening in relationships is so important as well. Wow, Being an deep. active listener. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was your uh, relationship 101 advice. Yep. <laughs> that was Didi's TED Talk, essentially. Thank you very how much. How to be a good listener. Um, but no, I'm I not a good listener, by the way. That's a flaw that I, I have. I think I've noticed when you sometimes yeah. interrupt me. Yeah, <laughs> like I just did. <laughs> there you go. Case in point. <laughs> no, I think you are a good listener, actually. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Y- you, you're very caring and sensitive, and you, you want to listen when you can tell that someone really needs to speak. Mm-hmm. So that's a wonderful trait. Okay, thank Brava you. Didi. Thank of you course. very much. Well, we're talking about a wholesome topic. I might as well be wholesome and yeah. add to the positive vibes. But... I was just thinking, I was asking myself this question in my head. I was wondering, um, what do my choices, so Tina Fan Code Brian, what do they say about me? Okay. And I will turn that to you in a minute. <laughs> but I actually am now like well, doing some self-reflection, self-evaluation. No, it's very easy. It's extremely easy to answer Well, yeah, yeah. it is super easy. I love sports, so Kobe, tick. And mm-hmm. I think that I love sports because of Kobe. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like a whole it's kind a of thing. prophecy. And then with Tina Fey, again, like I grew up watching SNL. Um, I think that te- I, I, I think that Tina Fey is just incredible because of how familiar I am with her work and stuff. You know, being head writer of SNL, as I mentioned before, and all the other things that she's gotten up to. It makes me upset when people only think of Tina Fey as, oh yeah, that lady who plays the teacher in Mean Girls. I'm <laughs> like, are you? Fu- she wrote Mean Girls. What do you mean? <laughs> who plays and the, the play, teacher? And the play. And the musical. And it's the musical. musical. Yeah. No, she's wonderful, and she's done all of this whilst, you know, um, having a a wonderful family, um, and it's never been an impediment at all. Plus, she had one of my favorite TV shows of all time, 30 Rock, which literally did relaunch Alec Baldwin's career, which I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. (laughs) We can talk about that some other time. But overall, um, she really is just incredible, and I think that she is one of the reasons why I've written my own like skits and stuff in the past. Is like, because I'm inspired in many ways <laughs> by this woman. In many ways, I see that you're more similar to Tina Fey than you are to Kobe. <laughs> yeah. um, well, really, not because of physical appearance. Um, actually, just so everyone knows, <laughs> I'm actually uh, <laughs> I'm not a giant six foot ten basketball player. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I say that because I think there's a difference. I think that Tina Fey has literally been a pioneer in her field, considering that not many women are um successful comedy writers and 
are head writers of SNL. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know how many you can list, but I don't. I That's think a tough question. I mean, now we have more and more examples like Kate McKinnon, I think, yeah. is like a perfect example of someone who kind of took the, you know. Took the, the but now it's Colin Jost, isn't it? Colin Jost. No, Colin Jost is like the head writer. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I know that Kate McKinnon writes stuff. Okay. But I mean in terms of just like very witty yeah. um, and that stage presence. I think Kate McKinnon is the perfect kind of carrying on. But no one can reach Tina Fey. No. I'm sorry. In my eyes, no one. You know what? I love Kristen Wiig more than Kate McKinnon. I know that that might no, be a make or break. But enough. Kristen Wiig for me, genuinely, that woman, I find her... She's probably one of the funniest people that I've seen on SNL. Mm-hmm. Her and Will Ferrell are the top of the list, genuinely. Yeah. I mean, you know my answer. <laughs> In case <laughs> I haven't said it already. No, I think for me it would be Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. I'm a massive Amy Poehler fan. And them together, also stellar. I mean, if anyone wants to have a giggle, I would really recommend going and watching some SNL skits that have Amy Poehler and Tina Fey, especially when they break character. And they just look at each other and they crack up i mean it that's pure joy right there that's really loving what you do and that's another thing that inspires me so much about both of these people is that they love what they do and that's why they have both been the best in in what what they they do do. and my i have a question actually are they are they like really good friends in real life genuinely like Tina Fey and Kobe? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, no. I was going to say, Poehler. if <laughs> they are, you need to let me know because I need to be invited for I'm like sure a, met, a tea. I'm sure they've met. Well, they probably met, actually, I'm not sure, but I, Kobe's won an Oscar because mm-hmm. um, he wrote a poem called Dear Basketball and then that was and then that was um, made into a short animated film and it won an Oscar. So it's possible that they met um, there if Tina Fey was also there. I almost called her Tina as if we've been <laughs> lifelong friends. Um, She's hiding in the back, guys. Yeah, no, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey are best friends in real life. That's wonderful. Um, and that's why they do all these gigs together, like hosting the Golden Globes. I feel that in most, or maybe not most, but in many areas of work, um, mixing your like personal life and your work life is is kind of a catalyst for disaster, depending Definitely. on how it goes. But in comedy and in acting, I feel that it's perfect for th- because the, their dynamic is so important to the performance. Yeah. to the performance itself. What's another killer combo? I think um, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are really good friends yeah. and they collaborated on Fargo, mm-hmm. which won a lot of, yeah, th- um, which won a lot of stuff a bunch of years ago. I think that's the f- other one that's coming to mind. Okay, obviously like Ant and Deck or something. <laughs> 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 we don't need to go down that road. But um, also I've noticed that the more I've spoken about like Tina Fey, just the happier I feel. It's like releasing certain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm really glad that this was the topic that we that we ended up. Who on. do you think is like someone who inspires a lot of people but does not inspire you at all? I will throw that question right back at you first, okay. and then I will give you my answer. But I want to know what you would say because I'm very interested now, actually. If I was. You know what? I'm not sure. If I was Christopher Hitchens, I'd say uh, Mother Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> he hates her. He hated. Um, well, he hated. <laughs> God bless him. He, w- he was wonderful. He's someone who would be uh, up there on that you list of people who inspire I, me. I really wish he was alive today. Not not just to have his presence, but I think that his his kind of character is so important in today's politics. Wow. Yeah, because he's coming from that traditional left I background. Left and he really would just be like, like oh, what is going on? Yeah. No, I agree. Just in general. Yeah. So if I was him, I would say <laughs> Mother Teresa. Um, and as yourself? As myself, 
I'm not sure. I mean, it, the topic of pol- politics comes up, and obviously there are a lot of politicians, but particularly in Argentina, that a lot of people love, like hands down, and I would not. If you have to choose one, okay. gun to your head, you need to choose one person. Billie Eilish. Okay, it's fair enough. It's I feel like this is the second time we mentioned Billie <laughs> Eilish and not the most flattering way. I mean, shout out to Billie Eilish. She's incredible. I think she has a wonderful voice and she's extremely talented. You just don't really like her style. But you know what I'm going to say? I think that's tainted by like this crazy psychological process whereby I don't like someone because they are desired by a lot of people. Not (laughs) So uh, that fact, because they have almost a cult following, means that they are less attractive to me. So in a way, it's uh, like self-destructing. So Mm -hmm. I actually have nothing bad genuinely to say about yeah. Billie Eilish of um, course I think, that, <laughs> I think that her music is, is I, her voice is just out of this it's world it's divine um, who would it, yeah. I say if I'm going sports related I would say someone who is completely idolized by so many Ronaldo. people <laughs> no I would say LeBron James people okay. like adore LeBron James and the reason why I don't really mess with him too much is that he calls himself the king and that kind of stuff really turns me off. I know that Kobe was always a massive person. Like he's probably the le- one of the least humble people in the <laughs> world. But I don't know. I, I, it's also because when Kobe was playing, they had that kind of rivalry going on and stuff. But if it wouldn't be him, maybe I would say, th- and this is might also be seen as a bit controversial, but not really actually. But I don't... Um, I w- I think a lot of young women today would say that they're inspired by Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not. <laughs> Neither am I, <laughs> um, genuinely. Not with anything against her uh, personally, again, obviously. I mean, I don't know the woman. No, I don't. And she's, I don't had, a, and she's had a l- good career, um, to say the least. Um, but I don't think I'm that inspired by her just because t- time and time again, like things always keep coming up about her that seem a bit sketchy she also refuses to like endorse bernie and stuff yeah. um and i don't know there's there's a lot of things about her that make me kind of unsettled also like i didn't like the fact that she was like using the fact that she was a woman as the only reason why she should be voted as president say. i want a female president mm-hmm. i'm not american to be honest it doesn't really you know mean too much in that way but i would love a female president but not her yeah no i agree and it ties back in almost with like the the Theresa May thing how she would it would be funny the people that would attack her how they would then protect other people just purely on the basis of the fact that they're women I mean you shouldn't throw mean insults to people full stop (laughs) it's horrible to do that but then you know saying okay someone deserves a certain position purely on the basis that she's a woman I'm like okay let's objectively look Mm -hmm. at Hillary Clinton and her past also I don't I'm not a fan of the way that she dealt with the whole Monica Lewinsky incident you know this it really did not show her in the best even though at the same time like I do wow I mean we can't really get too into it because it's so complex and we don't know enough about it but I mean, that would have been so humiliating oh, f- to be in that position. So actually, that would be a something that would make me admire her in a way, you know, being able to kind of continue having a face in public despite all of this stuff coming out be- about your husband. I mean, that would be terrible. I would have a serious talk with my husband. <laughs> I'm surprised <laughs> she's still with him. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not his voice. That's not his yeah, voice. there's so many things that we don't know. Um, He's from Arkansas. I just want to give a quick shout out to someone else who inspires me. Kylian Mbappe. Dude, (laughs) that guy is like a year older than me, a little bit less. He has just, oh my God, 
that kid is so determined. I love him. Also, I think he's really attractive. So <laughs> maybe that doesn't. If anyone can pass this, pass please. This on. If mm-hmm. Kylian Mbappe wants to listen to the podcast, I would be. So, oh my god, I would die. <laughs> I told my my parents I was going to marry him already. So. <laughs> you, yeah. He scored <laughs> against Argentina, though, so it's exactly. I'm going against my grain, but aye, aye, he aye. is someone who inspires me genuinely. But you know what? I think that this has lifted my spirits after a long day at university in Paris, mm-hmm. which is not always the easiest thing. No, I've had a great day, actually. But, you know, it's been wonderful to talk about this. And, yeah, this was great. Thank you to the Wheel of Fortune for this gift. I really like this conversation. Me too. <laughs>